Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Tell your neighbor it's good to see you on this very warm Sunday morning. Tell your neighbor you will not melt. The Holy Spirit will blow fresh breeze upon you and you will survive. Give Jesus another hand clap. Let us pray. How great is our God. Sing with me. your hands and worship unto the Lord. Tell him today, tell the Lord, how great is our God. Sing with me, how great is our God. And all who see how great, how great is our God.
you are great, yes you are. You, the God to whom we've committed and pledged our lives. This morning we say that you are great. Your greatness is unsearchable. Your wisdom is supreme. Your power is incomprehensible. And your might, oh God, is beyond understanding. This morning, before your presence we have gathered, with expectation in our minds and on our hearts, knowing that you have a word in season for us. And I pray this morning, let that word come forth and give us understanding and deep insight. Let us receive the revelation that will propel us forward in this life. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray for everyone in this morning's service. I pray for even those who will join in much later and watch this broadcast. That whatever power and glory is present here this morning, they will receive a fair share of it. In the name of Jesus. I commit myself into your hands. Anoint my lips, these lips of clay. And let me rightly divide your word of truth. That it will bring grace to the hearers. In Jesus' mighty name. And let the people of God say, Amen. Amen. Clap unto the Lord one more time. God bless you and you may be seated. God is good. All the time. And all the time. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to share this testimony before I go into the preaching of the word. Is it okay with you? The Bible says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And this is a testimony from one of our sisters who doesn't live here. She lives in Europe. And she sent this testimony, I think, last week. And she labeled it one faith declaration for instant miracles. Hallelujah. Amen. She starts and says, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to encourage everyone. That whenever pastor makes a declaration. We should receive it with faith. And believe that it will happen. Because it has happened practically for me literally. A few minutes after he made a prophetic declaration. She continues and says. I have an online store. online. And during service two Sundays ago, Pastor made a declaration when he was preaching that anyone who has a shop, you will be located. And you are going to make a lot of sales in the name of Jesus. How many can remember that service and that statement? All right. 
She said, I received it with all my faith. And all my being. Because before the service started in the morning, I myself had made some faith affirmations. That God will cause my online shop to be located. And he will give me a lot of customers. So pastor's prophetic declaration was a confirmation for me right there. That God was going to do something. Tell your neighbor God will do something in your life. Some few minutes after the service, I received my first order. I was shocked because of the location of the person who made the order. It was very clear to me that the favor of God had located me. I prepared and made the delivery successfully. So you know, with an online shop, people order what they want via the internet and then you the one selling the product you will organize the staff and then you will mail them to the person so that's what she's talking about she said after about 30 minutes a second order came and the amount involved gave me another shock I was preparing to make this delivery. Then a third order came. The quantity and the amount baffled me. Somebody get ready for God to baffle you with what he will do in your life. Amen. God will surprise you. Amen. Listen, he will surprise you so much so that you will even be ashamed. Amen. Receive it. Some of you have had very bad thoughts about God. Oh. That he doesn't care about you. That he's forgotten about you. That God is biased. That he's always doing things for somebody else. And he's not minding me at all. I say God will put you to shame. Amen. That bad mind that you have, and it will surprise you. Hallelujah. Amen. She continues and says, At the point, I even asked myself, Who was playing with me like that? Because I had never received an order like that ever. Before. And she says, ladies and gentlemen, in the process of getting this third order sorted out, I got another shock when I received a fourth order. So she says, one faith declaration for miracles. Somebody say, one is to four. She says, I had never made such sales before. 
Ever since I started. And so I was super excited. What God will do in your life in the days to come. Jesus. You will be super excited. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. She concludes, I thank God so much that his favor located me. And I know that this is just the beginning. Family, let us come to church with an expectation. And also believe in the prophecies and declarations that come from God. Through his servant, Pastor Johnny. Receive it with faith. And I know that God's favor will locate you speedily. She called Second Chronicles 2020. Believe in the Lord your God. And ye shall be established. Believe and remain steadfast to his prophets. And you shall prosper. And let the people of God say, Amen. Amen. Oh, give the Lord a mighty hand clap. And I believe that God is going to give you some fantastic testimonies yourself. Hallelujah. If your amen is louder than your friend, your blessing will be far superior. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. F. Let me teach you a simple song. It goes like this. God will work it out. God will work it out. One thing I know, one thing I found, God will work it out. Listen again. God will work it out. God will work it out. One thing I know, one thing I found, God will work it out. Try it along with me, everybody. God will work it out. God will work it out. One thing I know, one thing I found. God will work it out. Sing it again, my friend. God will work it out. Oh yes, it will. God will work it out. One thing I know, one thing I found. God will work. Lift your hand and sing with me. Come on. God will work it out. I know He will. Take it a little higher. God will work it out. Oh, yes, he will. God will work it out. One thing I know. One thing I found. Oh, yeah. God will work it. Sing it like you mean it. God 
Hallelujah. Amen and amen. This morning I want to share a message with you. The title of my message is Praising God in the Midst of Difficulties. Praising God in the midst of difficulties. And I want you to turn your Bibles with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Reading from verse number 20. We will read from verse 20 to verse 30. The Bible says, early the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, He said, listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. And you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets. And you will succeed. Verse 21. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. Singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. And this is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Verse 22. At that very moment, they began to sing at the very moment they began to sing and give praise the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir to start fighting among themselves the armies of Moab and Ammon turned against their allies from Mount Seir and killed every one of them. And after they had destroyed the army of Seir, they began attacking each other. And so when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they saw were dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see. 
na di omu huye nina anse eye enipa efunungo neguwa saa kose emretenti nkuro mutumi hunu not a single one of the enemy had escaped. Verse 25. King Jehoshaphat and his men went out to gather the plunder. They found vast amounts of equipment, clothing, and other valuables. More than they could carry. There was so much plunder that it took them three days just to collect it all. On the fourth day, they gathered in the valley of blessing. Which got its name that day because the people praised and thanked the Lord there. It is still called the Valley of Blessing today. Then all the men returned to Jerusalem with Jehoshaphat leading them overjoyed that the Lord had given them victory over their enemies they marched into Jerusalem to the music of harps, lyres and trumpets and they proceeded to the temple of the Lord when all the surrounding kingdoms heard that the Lord himself had fought against the enemies of Israel. The fear of God came over them. And the last verse 30, so Jehoshaphat's kingdom was at peace. For his God had given him rest on every side. Hallelujah. Let's look at one more opening of scripture. At 16, verse 25 to 26 from the New American Standard Bible. It says, but about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there came a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison house were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened. And everyone's chains were unfastened. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. And to remind you again. The title of my message this morning is Praising God in the Midst of Difficulties. When I talk about difficulties, I'm talking about problems, struggles, 
challenges crisis bad situations painful experiences and anything that causes distress and pain that is what I mean by difficulties and you know what my friends God has never promised us anywhere and at any time that we will never face difficulties and challenges in this life. Did you hear me? I'll say it again. That the God we serve has never promised us anywhere and at any time that we will never go through difficulties or that we will never have struggles or experience hardships in this life. If anybody has ever made you feel that way, I'm telling you today that they were wrong. Because God never promised that so. And the reality is that there are difficulties in this life that we live in. Look at Isaiah 43, verse 1 to 2. Isaiah. It says, but now, oh Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. All Israel, the one who formed you says, do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Now, take note of what God is saying here. He said, when you go through deep waters, he didn't say, if you go through deep waters. He said, when you go through rivers of difficulty, he didn't say, if you go through rivers of difficulty. When you walk through the fire of oppression, he didn't say if you walk through the fire of oppression. And what it means, ladies and gentlemen, is that in this life, we will go through deep waters. We will pass through rivers of difficulty. We will walk through the fire of oppression. But the good news is that 
they will not be able to drown us and consume us. Because God has assured us that he will be with us. May you always experience the presence of the Lord in your times of difficulty. When your heart is overwhelmed, may you feel the presence of God strengthening you in those times. Amen. Can I hear your loud amen? Amen. So the question is this. What do we do when we encounter difficulties? How do we handle the struggles and the challenges of this life? When we face crisis in this life, what are we supposed to do? There are different things that I can talk about. But for the purpose of today's sermon, there's just one vital key that I want to draw your attention to. And this key is that in your times of difficulties, learn to praise the Lord. In your times of difficulty, learn to praise the Lord. Can I have an amen? Amen. What does it mean to praise God? It means to exalt him. It means to magnify him. To glorify him. To honor him. And to lift him up. And I'm saying to you this morning that when you go through the fires of oppression and you find yourself in the rivers of difficulty, learn to exalt the Lord. Learn to honor him. Learn to magnify him. Learn to lift him up. Because when you do so, it will bring you into victory. Can I hear a loud amen from somebody? Amen. We read two passages of scripture. The first one from 1 Chronicles chapter 20. King Jehoshaphat of Judah received some terrible news one day. That a confederation of three nations were coming up against him. And when he heard the news, he was afraid. And he set out to seek the Lord. Whenever something puts fear in your heart, may you turn to the Lord. And may you cry out to the Lord. And may you seek the face of the Lord. Do not allow the fear to overwhelm you. But go to the Lord and he will place you on the rock that is higher than you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Immediately he called for a solemn assembly. He gathered all the people of Judah. Adults and children. 
He declared a fast. And they prayed and cried out to the Lord. That is one of the things you do when you are when you're confronted with difficulties and challenges. You cry out to the Lord and you pray to the Lord. Now, as they waited on God, a word of prophecy came to a certain Levite called Jehaziel. And God spoke through him to the people of Judah. That they don't need to be afraid about the impending battle. Because the battle is the Lord. The battle is the Lord. The battle is the Lord. And God spoke through his servants that they only need to be still. And they should watch something. And that tomorrow, they should go into the battle. And they will see the wonders that God will do in their lives. May God do wonders in your life. Amen. In the battles of this life, the battles that you find yourself in, may God do wonders for you. Amen. When you are confronted with enemies who have mobilized themselves against you, may God fight your battles for you. Amen. And may God grant you the victory and give you the upper hand in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The next morning, they rallied themselves together and made their way to the valley where they were going to engage with the enemy. And before they set off, Jehoshaphat said to the people, Believe in the Lord your God. So shall you be established. Believe in his prophets. So shall you prosper. And then he did something that defies reason. Something very shocking. Something that didn't make sense. What he did was that he organized the singers and the musicians. And he placed them in front of the soldiers. They didn't have swords. They didn't have spears. They didn't have shields. They were not wearing any armor. They only had halves. And, and trumpets. And flutes. <laughs> And other musical equipment. And the king arranged them in front of the soldiers. Go a tone higher for me. And they began to praise the Lord. And sing the praises of the Most High God. 
they began to exalt God. They began to magnify him. They began to lift the Lord up. And they raised their voices. And this is what they sang unto the Lord. If we say, Oh, yeah, if we say, Oh, yeah, and the sun oh Something profound, okay? The armies from Moab, the armies of Amnon, they came together and they began to fight against the armies from Mount Seir. These were people that they entered into alliance with. That together we are going to fight and destroy the people of Judah. And it was an uneven match. And uneven, it means that it was not a balanced fight. And that is why Jehoshaphat was afraid. Because he knew that this one, I can't handle it. There is no way I can fight against these formidable foes coming up against me. And this guy, guys had gone into an agreement that we are going to totally wipe out the people of Judah. But as the people of God began to praise him, they turned on the armies of Mount Seir. Destroyed them totally. And then when they finished, they turned on each other. And they killed each other. May there be confusion Jesus. in the camp of your enemies. Amen. All those who rallied themselves and gathered together to destroy you and to cause your downfall. May there be confusion amongst them. Amen. May they never agree on anything. Amen. May they never arrive at a consensus. Amen. May they turn on one another. Amen. May they fight one another. Amen. May they concentrate on one another. Amen. Anywhere where witches and wizards are meeting Jesus. and your name has come up, mm. 
Let there be confusion. Amen. Let there be misunderstanding. Amen. Let there be chaos. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody shout, I hear you. I hear you. And when Jehoshaphat and the singers and the armies of Judah arrived on the scene. It was only dead bodies they found. And you see, the more I think about this, the more I marvel at the greatness of God. These guys were going to the battlefield. But they carried all kinds of precious things with them to the battlefield. Gold. Silver. Nice clothes. Nice food. A lot of nice things. Who goes to war and carries his or her precious goods along? But I believe that all of that was orchestrated by God. Because apart from giving his people a resounding victory, he wanted to bless them big time. May God not only give you victory Jesus. in this life, but may he bless you in a profound way. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And may he give you the more than you can carry blessings. Amen. Shout, I receive it three times. I receive it. Two. I receive it. Three. I receive it. Clap your hands and Bones. give the Lord a shout of glory. The victory was total. And when the people around heard what the Lord had done, they were shaking. It blew their mind. May people hear of what God is doing in your life and may they marvel at it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. People will begin to be afraid of you. Amen. As God begins to bless you and prosper you tremendously in this life, people will become afraid of you. They will begin to accuse you of passing somewhere. And in the region from which I come, there are places that people go to <laughs> to go and get things. By the way, it's not only in my region. Every region has some. So leave me alone. It is more in my region. Tell your wife to be very careful. And the truth is that people always pass somewhere. All the time. So if you are a trader, 
you see other traders and see how people are patronizing their goods. Many traders and sellers pass somewhere. Even pastors. Somebody say, Mewo. Oh, yes. Even pastors pass. And some of the stories we hear are very shocking and very wonderful. So it is true. That people pass somewhere. And it is true. When people see what God is doing in your life, that you too, you have passed somewhere. But you didn't pass where others passed. You fix your eyes on Jehovah God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. The one who holds all power in his hands. That is why we call him all powerful. That is why we call him almighty. He is the omnipotent God. He is the omnipresent God. He is the omniscient God. He is the one you have turned to. He is the God who never sleeps and who never sleeps. And I declare to you today in your times of difficult as you praise the Lord may he turn things around and give you an outstanding victory child I receive it I receive it clap your hands There are six things that you must know about praising God in the midst of your difficulties. I'm going to share them with you very quickly. Number one, whenever we go through difficulties, we have a choice to either praise God or to complain about the problem. Tell your neighbor you have a choice. Should I say it again? Whenever we go through difficulty, we have a choice to praise God or to complain about the problem. Psalm 34 verse 1. King James Version. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. What will be continually in my mouth? His praise. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. He did not say in good times. When I have money in my pocket. When I'm able to comfortably provide for my family. When my bank account is heavy. When I have surplus money. When I have a lot of food in my pantry. When I can buy a gallon of oil. And a bag of rice. And I can buy them effortlessly. Because ladies and gentlemen. It is not easy. Enough for more. 
How much is that gallon? 25 liters oil. How much is it now? Thousand two. It's it's dropped because it, 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 it climbed to thousand five hundred. Uh, how much did it become at the point? You, all you people who are giving me the answers. How much did it get to? Which one? You don't sell the 25. Which one do you sell? <laughs> How much is that? I ain't. 220. How much was it before? It was 58. Hey. I don't I don't buy those things. This is She knows the prices. You have to know. You have to know. You really have to know. And now I'm trying to know. But once upon a time, I didn't bother about those things. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And when he says, I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. It is his choice. Because if you don't bless the Lord, you will complain. You will lament. You will whine all the time. And have you noticed that your complaints do not reduce the prices of the oil on the market? Is he right? Say it well again. supposed to be learning French in school. You were making fun of the French teacher. That when it comes to the class, one and one, two, two and four, 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 shit. And shit, shit, Francaise. Shit, shit, Francaise. Have you seen? It's not that I didn't know it. That's why I was asking you. Your complaint, your moaning, your crying, do not make things any better. But I want to direct you to something that you can do. Something that can turn things around miraculously. And that is to decide to praise the Lord. And it is your choice. Lift up your right hand and say, I choose, I choose to praise the Lord in the midst of my difficulties. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Learn to sing songs of praises and magnify the Lord in your times of difficulty. Lift up your voices and say, God will work it out. God will work it out. One thing I know, 
one thing I found God will work it out. You tell yourself, God will work it out. Yes, He will. God will work it out. One thing I know, one thing I found God. Let's end it. Number two, praising God in difficult times shifts the focus from ourselves and the problems to God. Praising God in difficult times shifts the focus from ourselves and the problems to God. Psalms 42 verse 11 Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? Then he goes on to say I will put my hope in God I will praise him again my savior and my God in other words I'm shifting my focus from what is discouraging me from what is putting me down from what is depressing me and from what is frightening me and I'm focusing on God I'm keeping my eyes on him and I'm placing my hope in him and so when we praise God in difficult times what we are actually doing is we are shifting focus from the problems from the difficulties from how helpless we are to change anything and we focus on God who can do everything somebody once said what often happens is that when we go through difficulties and challenges we fix our gaze on the problems and we only glance at God come so this man represents our problems he is the problem it's a tall problem. Is that also oh, yeah. difficult problem? Oh, how All right, there's the problem. And this one. Okay. No, maybe he's wearing a black shirt, uh-huh. so maybe he should be the uh-huh. problem. He's wearing a white shirt. It's okay. It's okay. So this Wait. represents the difficulties. Wait. The problems. Oh, how no? The challenges. And then this is God. And what we usually do is we fix our gaze on the problem. And then as for God, the one who has the solution, we glance at him. And then we fix our eyes. We glance at him. We glance at him and we fix it. The time has come in our lives when we must decide that we are going to glance, that we are going to gaze at God. 
and just glance at the problem. Because it also doesn't help if you deny that there is a problem. When you do that, you are living in a world of illusion and deception. So there is a problem. But the only thing you do with the problem and the only thing we must do with the difficulty is just take a glance at it. And then gaze on God and know that He is able to do exceeding above everything that we can ask or imagine. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen. My time is up. My time is up. And so we will continue next Sunday. Amen. I thought it was going to be a one-off message. But the time is up and we need to receive our communion. But let me end with this. Yesterday, in the morning, I got a phone call from one of our aunties in church. And she said she settled down that morning by her prayer table to seek the face of God when God spoke clearly to her. Now this person I'm talking about is a very spiritual, experienced believer. She really knows the Lord. And when somebody like that says God spoke to her, you cannot question it. And she said God spoke to her and told her that my daughter I am very much aware of all the troubles in the nation today. And God was referring to the problems in our nation, Ghana. And she said, God told her that I have allowed it. I have allowed it. And she said, God told her that instead of criticizing, we should stop criticizing. Instead of defending the government, all those doing that should stop it. And then all those criticizing the government should also stop it. And she said, God told her that rather than doing these things we the people of God should pray and seek the face of God so that he will shorten the times and reduce the length of days that we are going to go through these difficulties and I believe that this is a clear prophetic word from God to us. Because there are two camps you hear all the time. Those who are defending the government to the hilt cannot see anything wrong with anything. Are defending every step, every move, every decision. They are on one side. And then there are the others. And you 
these others are the ones that the president spoke to. The ones making the noise. And he came to tell us last Sunday that Sika That's gone. What is ever? I know it, but I want somebody to remind me. What is it in ever? Ega. Ega. <laughs> I've forgotten that he's like me. Avi, what, what, what is it? Ega. 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 That message was to those of us who are always criticizing, always condemning, always lamenting about the government and its decisions. The message from the Lord to us is it is time to pray. Because he said in Second Chronicles 7.14 That my people who are called by my name Shall humble themselves And shall pray And shall turn from their wickedness Because there is a lot of wickedness and evil in that is what has led to the degradation of our lands, of our river bodies. That is what is responsible for all the corruption. And you see, we always think that the corruption is only at the top. It's not true. That's why the problem of the nation is very endemic. Oh, yes, it is. And it's even low down there. And that is why there are traders who are taking advantage of our present difficulties. Not all of them. But some have set out to rip us off. Yeah. And it's happening all over. And I want to say to us. That God says when we pray for our nation, He will hear us from heaven. He will forgive our sins. And He will heal our sins. And in these difficult times, I want to direct you to what Jehoshaphat and the people of Israel did. I want to direct you to what Paul and Silas did at midnight when they were in prison. They were in chains. They had been tied down with cords. They had been whipped and tortured. But he didn't stop them from lifting their voices and praising God in the midst of their problems. And when they did, a great miracle of faith. And God released them from their May God bring us out of this crisis. May God bring us out of this difficult situation. May God heal our nation. 
may God save our people we choose to focus on him we choose to focus on the almighty God we refuse to fix our gaze on the enormity of the problem we choose to fix our eyes on the almighty God who is able to turn things around and I pray for you today those of you here and those of you watching online, that may God deal graciously with us. That as we stop wailing and complaining and whining, and as we start praising the name of the Lord, may he come to our rescue. Amen. And may he bring us out of this crisis. Amen. I want to say to you today, that you will survive these difficult Amen. times. I said you will survive these Amen. difficult times. You will arrive at the end of the road and you will lift up your hands and give glory to the Lord and say that God saw me through. Amen. May God work it out for Amen. us. In Jesus' mighty Jesus name. name. Clap your hands on the Lord. Semera, Rise to your Sorry, feet you and let us praise the Lord. God will work it out. God will work it out. One thing I know, one thing I found, that God will lift your hands and testify again. Say, God will work it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God will work it out. One thing I know, one thing I Lord and sing it for the last time. Lord, we'll work it out. I know He will. We'll work it out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I know. One thing I found. God, we'll work it out. Every head bowed and every eye closed. There is no way we can survive these times without the Lord. If God doesn't help us, we will be destroyed in the midst of today's challenges. And we need God like never before. And today I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. To surrender your life to the God who will and who can work it out for you. And if you need Jesus as Lord and Savior, I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are. And I'm going to pray for you this morning. And if you're watching me, you can lift your hand as well. Let us pray together. Say, Heavenly Father, Today, I come to you just as I am. Oh God, I need you. Without you, I will not make it. I will not survive. I will be destroyed. Nothing will work out for me. Today, out of my need, I come to you and I recognize that you are the only one who can change my life, who can keep me, who can help me, who can bless me. And so today, 
I surrender my life to Jesus. I receive you, Jesus, as my Lord and my personal Savior. For the rest of my life, I will serve you. I will follow you. Please write my name in the book of life. I thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer in Jesus' mighty name. And let everybody say amen. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.